Write the world-changing book that will help grow your personal brand and your business as it makes the world a better place. Welcome to the Author's Corner, hosted by Robin Colucci. Every episode, we bring you some of the most successful authors, as well as other industry experts, to share some inspiration, motivation, tactical strategy, and fun. We'll also talk about the challenges and trends in the publishing industry. Don't get stuck in the idea phase. Join the Author's Corner today. Start writing the book you've dreamed about. Hello and welcome to the Author's Corner. I am your host, Robin Colucci, and the topic of today's Robin's Riff is how do you know if it is or is not time to write your book? So this is something that I see people really struggle with on both sides, right? I've seen people who feel a lot of pressure that they need to start writing their book when in fact, it's not the right time. And I also see a lot of people having a book is long overdue and they keep finding reasons why they can't start to write their book or what gets in the way. And there's always a lot of, when people are in that situation, you're never going to find a shortage of reasons why you can't unless you just decide you're going to. So I'm going to riff on this a little bit today and give you some of my perspective based on a few decades of experience. And I hope that this will help give you some guidance as to how to evaluate your own situation. So I'm going to start with three signs that it is not the right time to write your book. And the first one is when you are a total newbie to the particular area that you want to write about. So let me give you an example. I've had people come to me who maybe worked in a particular field or had a corporate job for a number of years, and they figured out how to solve a problem for themselves in their own life. And they became very inspired by how they solved that problem. And so they decided to coach other people on how to solve that problem. And pretty quickly after that, often, sometimes, in some cases, before they've even had one client, they decide that a great way to help them to have this coaching business would be to write a book. And the first thing I want to say about this is that you should never write a book to have a business. We only want to write a book to grow a business, to grow an existing business. So I know that there are people out there who actually preach this, right? If you have a book, you can build a business off of the book. I don't agree with that. I think that you need to have a business, like for this person that I'm describing, what I told them is, look, you have some cool ideas. They've worked on you. What I recommend is that you go out and you practice on other people, right? (laughs) And try to teach them to get a result based on how you got your result. And once you have some experience under your belt of actually being able to communicate in a way that helps other people get great results and they're paying you for it, then you have a business and you also have deeper experience and expertise. And you also have examples 
that you could utilize as stories in your book to illustrate your points and not just have it be about what you did for yourself. So if you're totally new to starting some sort of new practice and you really don't have a lot of on the ground experience working with people and helping them get that result, it's definitely too soon to do a full length book. Now, I think it's feasible and could be helpful to do a short, like a booklet, right? Like a 10,000 word booklet that has some of your ideas in it that you could use to get your business off the ground. But that you could do that at a much lower investment than doing a full length book. The other point about that is that you could do it at a much faster pace because one of the things that I see people doing who are trying to write a book at the same time that they are struggling to grow a coaching business, for example, is brings me to my second reason or my second sign that it's not time to write a book, which is avoidance. So another scenario that I've seen when people come to me to inquire about working with me is, we'll just continue with this example because often that being a newbie and this avoidance pattern, they often go hand in hand. So let's take this same person. So somebody's struggling to build a coaching practice and they think that maybe by writing a book, it can help them develop a client base. What I often see, and when I've had these conversations with people, I will ask, well, how many sales conversations are you having every month? And often it's none right? And sometimes it's maybe a few. And so what that shows me is avoidance. And when you are thinking about writing a book, especially writing a book to grow your business, you've got to ask yourself, what am I already aware of that I should be doing to grow my business that I'm not doing? If having sales conversations is on that list, I would suggest it's not the right time to write a book. And the reason is, and this is really, really important because writing a book is a lot of work and it's a lot of focus and it can feel like you're doing a lot to grow your business when you're writing your book because you're putting in a great deal of effort. But the reality is if you don't have clients and you're not able to cover your bills and you're hoping to get clients by having a book, I would tell you, that you're really putting yourself in a precarious position because what's happening is if you're writing a book while you are avoiding asking people to pay you for your services, you know, having those conversations where you're finding out where the other person's at and if you can help them or not, if you're avoiding having those conversations and then asking them to sign up with you, if you do believe you can help them, if you're not having those conversations, you are not growing your business and having a book or having a box of books in, you know, in your living room that you intend to share one day with your clients is also not going to help you get those clients in the first place. And the worst part about this is it will give you the illusion that you're being productive. It will give you the illusion that you're growing your business when in fact, you're just avoiding what you need to be doing to be able to have the business in the first place. The other thing is, let's say if you have wrongfully been given the impression that by writing a book, you can then automatically have a business. 
The other problem with that is then maybe you've spent tens of thousands of dollars to get that book done. And now you've not only lost time, but you've lost that cash that you could have applied to creating other opportunities for you to have those sales conversations, whether it would be to sponsor an event or whatever that might be. I mean, I'm not going to talk about social media ads or anything like that, but I think you understand what I'm saying. Or even if it just like would extend your runway and give you more time to be able to take care of yourself while you're figuring out who your people are that you're destined to serve and how can you best communicate the value that you have to offer them. So it can be a very precarious situation if you're putting all your time and money and energy into writing a book when you need to be having sales conversations instead. The third sign that it isn't time, and again, these are all connected, you will see very quickly. The third sign it isn't time to write a book is if you are truly broke. Like if you are not making your monthly bills, if you are living in debt, living off of credit cards or help from family or whatever it is, it's just not the right time to write a book because not only does it take investment to write the book, if you're self-publishing, it takes investment to get it published. And either way, it takes investment to do something with it, right? You can't just put it up on Amazon and expect to sell hundreds of thousands of copies and all of a sudden be on easy street. That does happen in rare occasions, but I would caution you that the odds of something like that happening are closer to the odds of winning the Powerball lottery than they are to any kind of real strategy working out for you. So those are the three signs it is not the right time to write a book. So now that we've covered the bad news, let's talk about the good news and the more happier position of being able to recognize that it is time. It is the right time to write your book. So one clear signal is if people keep asking you if you have a book, right? A lot of times when I talk to somebody about the possibility of working together, they'll say, well, you know, I just, every time I go speak somewhere, people are asking me if I have a book or if I'm talking about my work or I'm mentoring someone on my team and they'll say, oh, you should really write a book. That's usually a very good sign that it is the right time to write a book Because what it's telling you is that you've got this piece of fruit and it's on the tree and it's ripe and it's ready to drop, but you've got to go pick it and put it in the bucket. And so that's a really great indicator that it is time to write a book. The only caveat I'd put to that is if people keep telling you you should write a book because you have a story of something tragic or extremely difficult that occurred in your life, I would just caution you. Maybe you should. Maybe it is an indicator that you should write a book. But something to keep in mind is when you think about what you're going to write your book about, you want to ask yourself, is this something that I would be excited to lead a conversation about for at least the next five years? If the answer is no, then it might be time for you to write a book, but not about that, right? So just be aware because a lot of times dramatic things can happen to us. I mean, this happened to me. I had a relationship with a romantic financial predatory fellow. And it was a dicey story and it cost me a great deal of money (laughs) and heartache. And I did actually write a book about it and I published it in an ebook format. And I did about, thank God I only spent about a weekend writing it because it was only like 90 pages, but I published it and I did a few interviews about it. And I realized after like the third or fourth interview that 
I don't want to talk about this, right? I don't want to keep reliving this. This is not who I am. This is not the brand I'm creating for myself. This is just something unfortunate that happened to me, but it's not how I want to be known. So ask yourself that, right? So people keep telling you, oh, you should write a book about that. Just pause before you jump in and ask yourself, is this how I want to be known? Because you will be known by your book. Now, if they keep telling you, you should write a book about your area of expertise, something that is related to your brand and who you are and how you want to be known, then that could be a really great indicator that this is the right time to write a book. The other indicator that it's time is if you need a bridge to a transition. So this is a little bit different than somebody breaking into an entirely new field. I think the best example of this, and we've had many clients where this has been the case, where let's say you've worked in the corporate world for a number of years, you have a couple of decades possibly of real on the ground experience in your field, and now you want to make a transition into potentially consulting or building a business around doing speaking and keynoting. The big difference here in this situation compared to the previous one where you're just a newbie is that even though you want to transition into a new expression, you're still basing your work on that deep experience that you have. And so that's very different than just leaping over to a whole new area and not really having those stories, that on the ground experience that you could relate to this new phase of your life where you're using the same skills and the same experience, you're just expressing them in a different context. So when you need that bridge to be able to make that leap from potentially like CEO of a company to being a consultant for startups would be one good example that we've actually helped a few people make that transition. So that's a great timing to write a book. And the third sign that it is the right time to write a book is when you're ready to up-level your game, right? So you want to stay essentially in the same field, but you recognize that, you know, hey, my business is doing well. I love what I do. I have been tremendous success with my clients. And it's time now for me to come out of the shadows and be seen, and really scale my impact by taking what I know and sharing it beyond the people that I'm having direct contact with and putting my methodology, my philosophy, whatever it is out there for consumption in the mass market. And as a result of that understanding that you will receive all these other benefits of greater visibility, greater access, more opportunities coming your way, greater access to traditional media as well as online media, and the list goes on and on. So those are the three signs that it is time to write a book. So let's do a quick review. Three signs it is not time to write a book is when you're a total newbie, when you're avoiding something important in your business like sales, and when you're broke and you need to focus on just taking care of your basic needs. The three signs it is time to write a book is people keep asking you if you have a book and it's related to something that you want to be known for. And 
if you need a bridge to a transition where you're taking your expertise and you're planning to apply it in a new context. And finally, when you're ready to up your game. So you have a strong concern, you've got people who are benefiting from your services and you want to up your game. And actually, I want to share a quick story that relates to two and three regarding a client of mine, Vince Del Monte. When he came to me, was a very successful online fitness expert. And I think he was, yeah, he was already an internet millionaire before he turned 30. He was in his mid thirties. I think when we first started working together, he'd been at this for a while. And I think my sense was that Vince was recognizing that maybe just talking about building muscle and how to naturally add muscle mass to your frame was running out of juice for him in a way in terms of the contribution that he wanted to make and you know as we get older i mean jack lalane obviously was for those of you who remember world renowned fitness expert and was still talking fitness well into his 80s but vince i could tell was wanting to help people in more multidimensional ways and so we came up with a book concept where it would provide him the opportunity to transition from just being known as a fitness expert to getting his audience to begin to recognize him as somebody who could give them value in other ways. And so we came up with a book concept, which ended up being titled Living Large. And so the middle of the book is all about a fitness program for skinny guys to add muscle mass to their bodies naturally, which was what Vince was known for. But what we did was in the first third of the book and in the last third of the book, we had chapters that addressed, like in the first part, addressed mindset and how to deal with naysayers and how to think about your goals and creating the right frame of mind to succeed. And then in the last third of the book, we talked about things like taking the lessons that you learn in the gym and applying them to other areas of your life, like your relationships, like your business. And so very soon after Vince's book came out in October of 2016, he was very successful in selling uh, low-level, low-price point fitness programs, like $49 to $249 or whatever, $247, whatever. And I talked to him about coaching other people and selling coaching programs as well. And so shortly after the book came out, I saw on Facebook that Vince had offered a, he was excited because he put six people in his six-figure fitness business mastermind weekend thing that he'd put together. And I was really excited to see that because I could see that he was already moving in the direction of helping people in these more dynamic ways. And then a couple months later, I saw another Facebook post and he had put 60 people <laughs> into the similar program. And then a little bit after that, it became the seven-figure mastermind because he had helped create a few internet millionaires behind him who had taken his six-figure fitness expert program. And today, he's running a very successful seven-figure mastermind, which I believe has a couple hundred members of which I actually was in Vince's program for a couple of years myself because I knew I could learn some things from Vince about scaling my business. And I don't know all of his rates, but I know it's way over $200, I'll tell you that. And so 
He's catapulted his income. And I think probably most importantly, he's satisfying that urge to support people, not just in their physical fitness, but in their financial fitness, in their emotional fitness, in their mental fitness. And so that's a really good example of utilizing not just the book product, but the process of writing the book to get really clear on what is your next level. And then how can you use this book as a tool to help you with that transition? So Vince needed to re-educate his audience about how to look at him and his expertise. He needed to send them a beacon, a signal that said, you can count on me for more than just how to do the proper form on a triceps extension. Like I have a lot more to offer here. And by sending that signal with his book, it really supported him in making that transition. So that's one good example of how this can work. So that's all I have to say on that topic for now. Thank you for listening to Robin's Riff and we'll see you in next week's episode. Bye. If after listening to this, you figured out that it is time for you to write a book, check out my book and business development bootcamp. You can find information on it at robincolucci.com and click on my live events tab. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Author's Corner. You're one step closer to writing the world-changing book you've dreamed about for years. To access today's show notes and other helpful resources, simply visit our website at theauthorscorner.com. A positive review would be appreciated. Until next time.